In today's global economy, we can connect anywhere to anyone. This provides us with tremendous opportunities to refine our careers and lifestyles. Want to escape your boring nine to five job and bring your ideas to fruition while living out your dreams? Listen up, because freedom is the new rich. And this is The Power of Thought with Brandon Webb. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Power of Thought and our series, Freedom is the New Rich, uh, which it is. Um, Anyway, I hope you guys enjoyed the last show with Alex. Uh, Amazing conversation. Um, One of the things I want to talk about on this show uh, is just this whole paradigm shift that's happening uh, with this knowledge economy. Like We've been in a knowledge-based economy for some time now, but I, I feel like there's this additional paradigm shift that's happening where, especially in the edu- formal education, where uh, people are, are they have this opportunity to, you know, tailor their own education and enlarge, like learn themselves on the internet and kind of shape their own career path. And you really do not need a traditional college degree uh, anymore. Um, and so I want to talk about that. But first, uh, just a personal update. Um, I was talking with Ian before the show. Uh, I, I had an amazing time and opportunity to go to the uh, NBA All-Star uh, weekend in Charlotte. And I took my youngest son uh, with me, who's a huge basketball fan and uh, also a pretty good little player. Um, he, he plays in a, a, a team team in his hometown and, and is trying out for a travel team. Uh, but just an amazing experience. One of my, again, why I mentioned before networks are so important. Um, I'm in the young presence organization and the New York chapter. Well, I've talked about YPO in the past, but YPO is, is an incredible organization. Um, through my YPO network, uh, a friend of mine, Marco, who's the, Uh, one of the CEOs of the Americas and the investment securities. Um, He had a friend of the family who was a marketing uh, director for the NBA covering Latin America. So he hooked us up. He hooked um, Grayson and I, my youngest up with these, with this ticket package. I mean, I I don't want to guess what it was, but probably, you know, I would say $12,000 package each. Um, and we went, uh, what was it? Saturday morning, we went to this NBA newsmakers, uh, breakfast and I got to sit down and, uh, listen to a forum with, um, James Brennan, former director of the CIA, Condoleezza Rice, Nikki Haley. Um, and it just like, it's an amazing panel. And it was funny cause my youngest son is looking at me. He's like, I don't know who any of these guys are, Daddy. He literally ate his he ate his muffin and, and fell asleep at the table. Um, but it was interesting conversation, and I would I would guess the the room was largely skewed um, liberal. Um, 
and there were some tough topics to talk about. I thought, honestly, Nikki Haley, I had a tremendous amount of respect for her because she was a Trump. Uh, under the Trump administration, uh, she was the ambassador to the UN. Um, but she got asked some really tough questions and just handled it with complete class. And Condoleezza Rice, I've, I've always been impressed with her uh, as well. So th that was amazing. Uh, we went to a pr the practice, um, kind of Team LeBron, um, saw them warm up and, and uh, got to go behind the locker room. And my son got to take a selfie with Steph Curry, who, who – um, was a, just incredible the way he was interacting with the kids and the fans. Um, and look, I get it. It's a, I mean, there's a ton of uh, basketball celebrities that are known globally. I did, I did not know that the NBA or, or basketball is like the number two most followed and watched sport in the world, next to soccer. Um, and some of the some of the players just weren't into, you know, they were there and doing their own thing. Not not really into you know, interacting with the fans, but Steph Curry is a class act as, as LeBron was as well. Um, yeah. So, you know, taking my son to this and having really, you know, as, as a divorced dad, what I try and do is really the time that I spend uh, with the kids outside of the, the summer and winter breaks when I have them, uh, I just really try and make sure it's, it's a, a really cool experience and look you don't need to drop a ton of money on on tickets and stuff like that but but you know for me i i think you know whether it's travel or taking them to a museum or even feeding the homeless it's those type of experiences that i think are really kind of cement in um you know these great memories and and kind of nudge your children in the right direction and you know, he'll, he'll never forget this trip. And we talked about a lot of, a lot of, um, you know, just life stuff and, you know, and that's why I love sports is there's so many lessons that, that come out of, you know, competing and winning and losing, being a good team player. Um, and, and also fascinating to, to learn how I, I won't name names and, and break trust. But, uh, as I was talking with some of the the people from the NBA, they were telling me stories on like some pretty big name players on how they, they kind of manage their careers and some, uh, and I would say LeBron and Steph Curry are, are, are two that come to mind that, um, they're just like every part of their, um, image and brand and careers is well managed. And, and they, you know, if they sign a contract, they're going to, um, basically fulfill that contract. Uh, and they were, I was listening to some of the NBA staff talking about some pretty big name players that, um, you know, would get paid, you know, a lot of money to show up to a dinner, uh, and just not show up. They, they were literally a hundred people waiting, waiting for them. They'd paid for this player to, to show up and have this dinner, you know, at 8 PM and at 11 PM, they're just like, what the hell? Uh, and, and it just, you know, it goes to show you like, goodwill, karma, whatever you want to call it, it, it goes a long way. Uh, I think, you know, whether or not you have this short-term celebrity, but if you're looking at like the long game and your legacy and, you know, when, what's going to happen when you're outside of the, the NBA, 
Um, and this applies to anybody, right? It, it's just, you know, if you act like a jerk and kind of bail on those types of situations, whether it's a, you know, it's a, a sponsor event, um, you know, it, people will forget, like, you're not going to be well-liked and well-remembered. That, that's the point. I had this conversation with my friend Brent Burns, who's one of the all-star players in the NHL, and we talked about a couple of guys he grew up with in Canada that were way better hockey players than he was, but they just were jerks. Like nobody liked them. Nobody wanted to coach them. The, the scouts didn't want to, didn't want to put their own reputation on the line. Um, because these guys were essentially loose cannons and they, they ended up getting passed over and, and both these guys now are driving, uh, UPS trucks in Canada, uh, talking about the glory days. So it just goes to show you like you, even if you make it, um, you have the talent to make it um, uh, professionally, whatever you do. It's just so it's so easy just to be nice. And if you don't want to take on a, an obligation, I, I turn down stuff all the time. And that's an important part of you know basically having a personal uh, purpose or mission in life. Is, is So if something comes along, that's a true opportunity and it's, it's not aligned with your – with your mission, just turn it down. Uh, because what happens is what I learned early on after getting out of the Navy was I started just overcommitted myself and then stuff starts falling apart. Um, and then you start missing stuff and that's just not good for anybody. So, um, it was just, it was interesting to kind of have my son along for that and have him listen to these conversations and be able to, to use the NBA all-star weekend as a, as a great experience. And he'll never forget it for the rest of his life. But, but also um, uh, talk to him about um, life lessons and keeping your your word and just being a nice person, like using manners. I remember even on the plane ride back, the uh, one of the flight attendants um, came by and asked, you know, took our drink order and and my son, you know, put his order in. I was like, hey, buddy, what do you say? And he's like, oh, uh, please. And she was like, thank you so much for for having him use his manners. And it just goes to show you like what a little bit of effort does. And it just goes such a long way. So uh, enough on that, but, um, amazing, amazing weekend. Um, got to meet some of the players, saw the skills competition. Um, then, then the game itself Sunday, then, then flew, flew my little buddy, uh, back home to drop him off with mom. So, uh, great time. Um, really cool. And I, you know, I didn't grow up playing basketball. I became a fan of basketball cause my youngest son is so into it. Um, so let's see, a uh, couple updates. Um, it happened a while ago. We ended up, um, I ended up partnering with Revo sunglasses. Um, and again, another YPO connection just shows you the importance of, of having a, what a, what a network and joining a community and network can do for you just to open up doors. Um, but through YPO, I met the owner of Revo, um, which I'm a, a brand ambassador, uh, but also we're doing some really exciting stuff with Revo, a whole capsule sunglass collection for uh, the Crate Club, which is our men's uh, subscription gear club, uh, in, in our custom camouflage designs, which will be out in, um, in time for... Uh, December uh, this year. So excited about that. Uh, let's see what else. Um, my plane 
those of you that uh, that know me know I love to fly. Uh, I've been saving up to upgrade um, my RV6, which I had for four years, about four years in, in New York. Uh, probably one of the funniest, greatest planes, most affordable planes I've ever owned. Uh, but it was just, you know, the RV, you know, trying to get uh, my friend Brent Burns, he's 6'5 in the back or in the RV, it would be impossible. He's too big. So um, I've been saving up for a bigger plane. I was trying to get a small jet trainer, uh, a Marchetti S211, uh, but ended up uh, seeing uh, Sakata TB30 pop up for sale, um, which is one of the fastest single engine piston airplanes you can you can buy and it, it was a a group imported a bunch over from europe uh, these planes are are kind of mid to late 80s aircraft uh, it's, uh you know sakata is, is a pretty big production uh, manufacturer of uh, aircraft and aircraft parts they make parts for the airbus as well but um just a a french military trainer that gets basically the, what guys would fly before they would go into a jet trainer squadron. Um, so super excited about that. They, the plane I put a deposit on last year and I've, I've been saving up for it. I sold my RV and finally, uh, my plane is, is flying and pretty much through all the flight tests to be certified, um, under the experimental category by the FAA. Uh, but I should take delivery early March. So super excited. I mean, I'm going to get it in a, in a few weeks now. So look forward to posting pictures of, of the airplane and I'm going to fly it back from San Diego to New York. Um, so I'll, I'll try and think of something cool to do with that. Maybe uh, I have to do the flight planning, but see, you know, if there's a couple cities I can stop and, and do some flight giveaways, uh, for sure. We'll do another giveaway this year for a, a New York city, uh, Manhattan Statue of Liberty flight tour. Uh, we'll, we'll do one of those. Uh, definitely. Uh, Kamal, my friend and I have been talking about maybe having him come in the, on the trip from, uh, West to East coast and him and I kind of journaling about the trip and doing some video and some cool stuff there. So, um, we'll, we'll see about that. Uh, but I'll, I'll keep you guys posted, uh, but excited to get the new plane. Um, so I've been saving up for, for a while for that and, um, really excited cause it's one of the fastest planes that, that I've, um, owned. And, you know, my goal is to eventually save up for a small business jet, uh, that I can fly myself. So, um, just really excited to get, to get into this plane, uh, because it'll set me up for, for the jet transition. Um, let's see what else, uh, you know, really, you know, just running the business and, um, trying to figure out what my next book, I've been going back and forth on book titles with my editor at Penguin. Um, you know, it's just one of those things, you know, it's, it's publishing is in a weird place itself these days. And, and, you know, publishers are scared. Like what happens if, if Barnes and Nobles goes out of business, which I've, which I've talked about, I, I don't see Barnes and Nobles staying in business too much longer. Um, but then it's like the book publishers against Amazon and what, what's going to happen there. They're still trying to figure out because Amazon is, is still a massive seller of books, which by the way, is a huge opportunity for somebody that wants to start, uh, an online like e-commerce book selling platform 
what Amazon used to be great at was just selling books. That's all they did. And, and they, you know, made this massive business out of that. But the, the problem is Amazon today, it's, it's, you can buy everything. It's, it's hard to even get lost in the, in the amount of uh, items for sale on Amazon, similar to, to kind of eBay. Uh, the point is to do a like specially online retail shopping experience. I see as a huge business opportunity right now. And really what, what I see is Barnes and Nobles dropping the ball, uh, on, you know, Barnes and Nobles, like you go into Barnes and Nobles, like going to a CVS, they'll sell you a bunch of crap. It's everywhere. So, um, it's just not a good experience. Um, my point is, you know, as an author, um, you know, I may, I may decide to self publish my next book. Um, I don't know yet. Um, it's just one of those things where sometimes I feel I get frustrated because, I see like market trends, including publishing, and they're so obvious to me. Um, but these publishing houses are sometimes scared to take a risk. They just want to do a safe formula that they know will sell, and they don't want to do like take a risk and, and do a different title. So I'll keep you guys informed on that. And I would love uh, those of you that um, you know want to send in a question or have um, some feedback on my next book. I'd uh, love to hear from it, and and uh, we'll we'll put the uh, email address at the end of the show uh, for you guys to write in. Um, that said, uh, shifting uh, to what I want to talk about was this this whole new knowledge economy. I mean, I have a situation now where I'm a parent, and I have my first uh, oldest son is looking at colleges, and we're seriously considering uh, Europe as an option. N- not only because I think it would be a, a great different perspective uh, to, to study abroad. Uh, it, it's incredibly affordable. Like I'm not going to lie to you. If when I look at spending, you know, seventy plus thousand a year at a school like Stanford, or you know, sending my oldest to uh, even schools in London, Cambridge, and and Oxford, which are like seventy five percent less than that. Or the university in Madrid, which is seven thousand euros a year, uh, compared to forty to, to seventy, eighty thousand a year in tuition. I mean, you really have, and especially to my point, and what Alex and I were talking about last show, what's what's that degree really worth? Like, and you know, are you are you going to spend forty, fifty thousand dollars times four? Um, put yourself in this massive student debt, um, either as a parent or a or a young adult going to college, and and then how what what's that going to translate into after you after you graduate when you're in this kind of knowledge based economy, which which really demands that you have um, you have uh, not book knowledge, but you know knowledge actually to compete in the marketplace. And, and really it comes down to kind of what, what is your internet savviness? And, and like, are you, do you know, digital marketing? Do you know, um, you know, how the internet works and how the internet's monetized? Um, you know, even, you know, Ian and I, uh, doing, doing our podcasts and our other big shows, software radio, we constantly have to, to keep up with, with things. You know, we, we had to get the show on Spotify you know, trends are constantly changing. Like you really have to understand how these things work. Um, and, and if you're not, if you do not know 
what you want to specialize in or what what career path you want to go, why wouldn't you consider um, going studying abroad and not putting yourself in a massive financial hole um, as opposed to like studying anywhere in Europe for a fraction of the cost of, of an education. So I think that's, that's something, um, that's, that's really, um, is going to be transformational in the next, in the next decade is, is how are these big colleges going to, um, adapt to this new, um, marketplace where, like I said before, my friend Kamal, um, showed me this in this investment package where three of the founders were like MIT dropouts and wore like a badge of honor because they're like, basically like the school can't teach us anything. We already know more than, than the teachers. Um, it's just like the technology and information changes so fast that you have to almost be self-taught to keep up with it. In my oldest son's case, you know, he's fortunate enough to have a computer science class in his high school but he literally, you know, less than halfway through the semester probably knows more than, than the teacher who's teaching the class. And it's why, um, you know, my oldest now teaches, uh, teaches in the class himself and um, really excited for him. He got, he got nominated to, to uh, attend um, one of the state universities, uh, autonomous car programs at the end of the year. So that, that'll be a great thing for his resume. Plus, um, he just got named an academic all American for speech and debate. So super proud of him. And the fact that he's interested in machine learning and economics, um, as a dad, I'm like, okay, you're going to be okay. Um, but it's worth thinking about e- even, you know, if you don't have kids that are eventually going to go on to college, um, you know, think about your, you know, if you, and you're in a spot where you're trying to like make a career change now has just never been a better time to kind of like self teach yourself, um, something, um, you know, whether or not, whatever you're interested in, like, as I, I think there's never been a better time to start an online e-commerce store, like find a niche that you're passionate about and build out, you know, a niche content site with, with store, um, and sell your products online on Amazon. Um, you know, there's just so much out there where you can become an expert and either like consult, be a highly paid consultant, work from, from home work, wherever that you want, basically with an internet connection. Um, it's just like never been a better time for that stuff. And it's the main reason I started this new series because I was seeing these people young and old, basically have laptop will travel running these businesses or consulting, um, as a digital marketing consultant, graphic design consultant, have these clients all over the world. And even as they travel, they bump into people and get more work, but they were basically living these amazing lives on their own terms and, and not being boxed into kind of nine to five environment, which is just, you know, it's just, it's not the future. So, um, Anyway, it's it's more important than ever now to really, uh, no matter what career you're in, whether you're an you know, employee or business owner, you really really have to watch the um, just the trends. Like you got to keep your eyes open and, and look at like how is the future uh, going to affect 
your current career. Um, you know, and, and if you're an Uber driver, that's great. Um, until two, three years from now when, when Uber, uh, who I think has already partnered with, I want to say it's Volvo, but they've, they've already struck a partnership with an autonomous vehicle and Uber is just going to end up owning or leasing all these vehicles off the car manufacturer and they don't need drivers. The, the cars will just drive themselves. Um, and so that's the kind of thing you got to think about. Um, are you in a profession that's going to be disrupted by technology? Um, because as a business owner, you know, even the six years I've, I've owned and run Hurricane, we've become a drastically different company um, than the company I started in 2012 uh, because of we've had to adapt and, and sometimes we're out front of it. Sometimes we get nudged, nudged a certain direction, but the technology changes really force, force us to adapt or, or become irrelevant, irrelevant. Um, so just something to think about, um, um, in the education piece, I think is super important because, um, it's exciting, you know, it's exciting. And a lot of parents out there look, call it, I make a good living, but the idea of putting, you know, three kids through college at a really good American school, that's a lot of money. I mean, we're talking, um, you know, let, let's just say it's, it's 50,000 a year times four, um, 200,000 times three, that's, that's like almost three quarters of a million dollars to put three kids through college in the U S or I can say, look, why don't you go, uh, study in Spain, uh, France, uh, S Switzerland, and then you talk about, you know, on average, it's about four or five grand a year. Um, so, and in most cases, the degrees in Europe um, are only, it's a three-year program, unless it's, unless it's something like computer science or, or a specialized degree. And you're talking, you know, and let's just say it takes four years. So, you know, five times four is 20. So three quarters of a million dollars turns into uh, $60,000 to put three kids through college in, in Europe, like good schools. And most of these schools, ironically, you can come back at the same European tuition and study one to two years in a U.S. school uh, and then go back and finish the degree. So $60,000 for three kids or three quarters of a million. So you see why I'm seriously considering all options. Um, and I just think, you know, learning another language, uh, studying abroad makes you more worldly. The, 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 the global community is so connected these days. So I think you're really setting your kids up for success considering, um, you know, alternative options to the American uh, college system. So, uh, anyway, uh, off my soapbox there, but hopefully I, Hopefully this got you thinking a little bit out of the box uh, about this stuff because it's uh, even, you know, even uh, if you're a college aged kid that's listening or young, young adult that's listening and considering, you know, your school options, you know, why do you want to put yourself in a, in a massive debt? Um, so anyway, uh, enough said on that. Uh, we're going to get to some email Q&A right now, and Ian's uh, volunteered to, to read uh, a few emails, so let's uh, kick it off. Yeah, man, it's it's not really Q&A, just uh, some comments more so, but th this first one is about a flight giveaway. It's very long, though, so I'll... Uh, 
Go I'll for read it. this. Sent to us at uh, Power of Thought Podcast at Gmail dot com. So I guess there's some background though, Brandon. Are this is? Are you having people send in emails for a flight giveaway? Because I I myself was a little bit confused. No, what happened was um, I had I think this was one of the people that reached out to me on Instagram that just had an idea and wanted to email it to us. So I think that that's the nature of this. And and um, anyway, hopefully. <laughs> Oh, yeah, yeah no, I, and I, I always, I always find it so funny. Even at this player NBA players breakfast or the play the newsmakers breakfast with Condi Rice, um, Brennan, you know, they took questions afterwards, and it was like two people got up and they weren't asking questions; they were just making statements. <laughs> it's like so when you're in a public forum like that, you know, ask a question. Don't don't just get up there and make a statement. Um, cause you realize, and, and Connelly's a rice called this guy out on, it. he's like, okay, that wasn't a question. You're just like telling the people in this room, your opinion, um, which, um, I think advice, unsolicited opinion and advice is abuse. <laughs> but anyway, these are fine it. though. These are not, these are just, uh, you know, the flight giveaway and a comment. So, but I'm just saying they're not questions. Um, so yeah, this is from Mick. Hey, Brandon, thanks very much for your quick reply on my Instagram message. I am writing to recommend my best friend for your flight giveaway. My name is Mick Hanna. I'm an Australian living in Buena Vista, uh, Colorado. I'm divorced and remarried. I have two boys and my ex-wife and one girl with my wife. We all have a great relationship with each other. We are basically neighbors, so the boys come and go as they please. It's been great hearing about your story as well. I think your idea for a book on life through divorce is a great idea. Professionally, 2019 uh, is my 18th year as a professional downhill mountain bike athlete. So to the point, Kep Heinitz has become my best friend over the last nine years. I just moved to Buena Vista when he heard I was in town and found me and asked me to help build what's called the pump track in town. That project was all by donation and volunteers. Kep was the guy who organized it at all. Uh, at that time, his wife was just recovering from aggressive brain cancer. Their assets had to be liquidated to cover those costs. I have gone to BV primarily to start counseling with someone who I was recommended to, to due to my failing marriage. Kep and his wife, Sharina, supported us so well, and the more time passed, the more I realized how much they were facing themselves. Kep has been a volunteer coach for our local high school mountain bike team for nine years now. The last couple of years has been tough for them again with some more health issues and more recently Kep's dad passed away unexpectedly in October from a heart attack. He was 69. I'm trying to keep this as brief as I'm sure you get a lot of emails and messages. Kep is the most selfless person I know. He and his wife have supported me and my family, including my ex-wife, through our hardest times while facing their own hardest times. He is the reason I know who you are. He's followed Soft Rep for years. He gave me your book, Killing School, which I loved as I read that I got on. Uh, then I got onto the Power of Thought podcast, and I'm working my way through all the episodes trying to catch up. I'm in a stage now of trying to learn about business while I still have a little time left as an athlete to plan my transition. On that point, thank you so much for sharing your experiences and the experiences of your network. It's hard to sort through the bullshit, so having you bring in and share the thoughts of people you trust is priceless. When I heard you mention the flight giveaway, Kep was the first thought that popped into my head. He loves adventure and is always up for anything. He hardly ever chooses to do anything for himself. 
He spent some time in the Navy, and when it got to deciding whether to pursue that career, he chose to dedicate himself to his family. I can't tell you how excited he would be to receive this opportunity. I also know you'll have an incredible time hanging out with him. He puts a smile on so many people's faces, and he deserves to have someone to put a, uh, put a smile on his face. Please let me know if you have any questions. I've attached a picture of him, which he's in these like footsie pajamas. It's a little, little weird. Uh, and then he says, I really appreciate your time. Keep up the good work. And that is from Mick. All right, Mick. Good stuff. Uh, let's we'll for sure put him in the, in the drawing. I mean, my, what we typically do is uh, run some type of contest, usually on Instagram. Um, and, and then we take names and then we pick uh, for the flight giveaway. Uh, last year, uh, we had two giveaways. Nina, uh, who is one of the executives at Google, and, and then uh, Court Lee, who's a, a photographer up in, up in Lake Tahoe, uh, both got a uh, flight over New York City. Uh, I was going to do one in Como, but it turned out Nina was traveling for business to New York, so we we kind of subbed out the Como for the New York flight. Um, so yeah, this year, a couple more flight giveaways in the works. Uh, probably one in Como, one in New York, and what we've done is basically we fly. We'll pay for the airfare, pay for the hotel, and and basically put you up, handle cover the travel, um, and then you get. Uh, a really cool flight and i actually rig up the gopros so you get some good photos and videos um, but it's a very very cool thing and one of the best things i love about uh aviation is just sharing my love and passion of aviation with other people and and just showing them a different world because flying privately is extremely different than flying calm air um and the fact that you can train you know 40 minutes out of manhattan hop in a plane and, and eat lunch on Nantucket and fly back uh, to New York by dinner time is, is pretty cool. And just like showing that, that world to other people is, is pretty cool. Not to mention, you know, the new plane is, is such a cool plane. Um, and, and, uh, this like military grade airplane that that's fully aerobatic, um, which is a cool experience all around. So, um, excited uh, to give a couple flight giveaways and, and what else do we have Ian? Yeah, so this is from uh, Walper Style on Instagram. It's a comment on our last episode, episode 54, with uh, my friend Alex Waters. Uh, he wrote on our uh, Instagram, which, by the way, is at Power of Podcast, he wrote, this was a good podcast. I bought into crypto when it was under 1,000. Watched it go to 20,000, but held. Still ahead. Hard to tell the future without a crystal ball, but just like the internet, billions of dollars changed hands and it disrupted everything. I only wish the Federal Reserve would admit defeat as if they uh, put up a fight, there will be a huge disruption in the financial sector. Granted, I'd argue this should have happened when Elon Musk was meddling with PayPal. Maybe Satoshi is Elon Musk uh, because Musk talked in the past about revolutionizing currency, and that is how we go down conspiracy lane. LOL. And that's from uh, Walper Style on Instagram. All right. Walper Style. Very, uh, very familiar with Walper Style. Him and I trade comments all the time. So, and, and as you're seeing, like, just listen to Ian read these emails. I, I kind of, I had a team helping me manage my Instagram last year and I just decided to take it over. And, um, the one thing I, and so I'm active. Like if you message me on Instagram, your chances are you're going to get me answering you back as long as it's, you know, 
positive exchange communication exchange. Um, but, um, the other thing I would say, you know, back to what I was talking about, um, with our, um, MBA experience this past weekend was seeing how the, how the majority of the players were, were totally engaged in interacting with kind of this all-star weekends and all the fans and, and kids. Um, and I remember the moment, you know, my book, the red circle was my first book, um, did well. It was a lot of pressure to be honest with you. I had no experience with kind of any type of fan base and, you know, I was a lot of pressure getting pulled different ways and I kind of shut myself down. Um, and then I just had this realization, you know what, I'm, I'm going to open myself up and if, and especially like my, where I draw the line is if it has anything to do with kids, I will, if it's, I get kids that write in like, Hey, I did a book report on you, Brandon. I get dads that write in asking for kids autograph for the, you know, if it has to do with the kids, I do it. Like that's, I just do it. You know, if it, if it's like some weird adult request and then I get a lot of weird stuff, but, um, when it comes to the kids, I will do it every freaking time because I just believe, um, you know, I've seen even, uh, um, you know, Grayson went up to one of the players in the, it, I think it was KD and he kind of got brushed off and but he's going to remember that for the rest of his life. I, I don't, I want to, I don't ever want that experience for any kid that looks up to the Navy SEALs, um, or it, admires my story. Um, if he writes in or his parents write in, I am going to write back something. Um, and I just think that goes a long way to, to building up goodwill and karma. So, uh, but to my point, um, uh, listening to Ian read these, these messages, uh, you know, we do, we do get back. Um, and, and, and I just seen, um, how positive it can be to, to, to kind of open yourself up that way. And so that's, you know, that's my kind of personal commitment. Um, if it has to do with the kids, I'm going to, I'm going to do my best to, to get it done. And, and I'll throw out there, Brandon is more active on Instagram than Twitter or Facebook. So that's the place. Yeah, for sure. Thanks. Thanks for pointing that out. Yeah, you know, cuz I like I I have access to your Facebook and I see you get blown up on there sometimes and it's just like it's a lot to manage. So, yeah, Instagram. Yeah. Yep. Um and then I would like to tease out uh Ian did a great job kind of getting a hold of Laird Hamilton's folks and looks like Laird Hamilton is going to be a guest of the show. Uh Laird is somebody I I mean as a kid I grew up to and looked up to as as a uh, what I would say as a waterman myself, uh, some, you know, somebody that grew up surfing and diving, paddle boarding. Um, the, I don't know if people know it or not, but I, I am a member of the wind and sea surf club, which, which is one of the original two clubs in California, tons of history. Um, so I'm super excited to have Laird on cause Laird is married to Gabby Reese, who was the Olympic volleyball player. Um, together they have a pretty amazing business. Um, and in a couple, you know, they have a couple businesses. So, um, and I see them, they're living life on their own terms, uh, in Hawaii, um, running the, you know, an amazing business. And, and I, I'm super excited to have Laird on cause he's one of the really pioneers of big wave surfing and to kind of see how he's, you know, managed his career and life on his own terms and really totally unconventional 
in an unconventional way, like was not, it was a pro surfer, but didn't compete really as I think most surfers would consider him a professional surfer, but, but never competed in any of the, uh, you know, professional surfing events, but more of this like big wave pioneer, one of the first guys to really, really push the the limits of big wave surfing and toe and surfing. Um, and, and also has, you know, like I said, a couple uh, amazing businesses. So super psyched to have Laird on as a guest um, and hopefully the next couple of weeks, right, Ian? Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm seeing if they could do next week, but if not, definitely soon. But yeah, they got back to me and it, it will happen. Yeah. Cool. Well, I hope you guys enjoyed this show and we got some great guests lined up uh, for the next coming weeks. And, you know, this show I'm, I'm traveling, so I'm Skyping in with Ian and, uh, yeah, looking forward to it. You've been listening to the power of thought with Brandon Webb. Freedom is the new rich. Follow Brandon on Instagram and Twitter at Brandon T. Webb and follow the show at power of podcast.